Good morning, everyone. So there's definitely a strong risk on tone throughout markets. We saw markets uh, like equity markets in Asia trade up. Uh, we saw the uh, Shanghai Composite was up over 1.4, the Shenzhen up over 2%. Uh, most European equity indices are also rallying quite strongly. And U.S. equity futures here before the open are doing quite well near the highs of the morning. Uh, at the same, with the same breath, we're seeing rates slightly lower here. U.S. 10-year yields are down to 387 here, while we're seeing oil rally, gold rally, even Bitcoin is rallying this morning. So the natural question to ask ourselves is what is causing this to bounce? Uh, you could definitely point to a few headlines, and I'm gonna mention some of them in just a minute, but the reality is that the market was extremely oversold, and it's actually positioned here for perhaps even a multi-day bounce quite strongly here. I mean, conditions, were quite extreme, very oversold uh, investor pessimism as is, is at an all-time high. So these are exactly the types of conditions that need to be in place in order to get a strong rebound rally here. Now, it does not mean that the bear market is over. I want to clarify that. Um, that is not going to happen until the Fed pivots, uh, ultimately, right? Or before that, if we start getting inflation prints, heading down where we're going to have to see one or the other, and they're both tied to the hip. Uh, on that note, I did want to point out something which is kind of lost in the headlines yesterday with the British pound sterling and many other things that were driving markets lower today. But yesterday, we got a very important inflation print. In fact, for the first time in two years, okay, in two years, apartment rents went down in July. They were down 0.1% nationwide. Keep your eye on that. That's a very important number. You remember the CPI print last month, the shelter component, which is over or close to a third of the CPI number. That was That's what was driving and, and has been driving core inflation higher. If these numbers start to moderate, it's going to allow the Fed to you know really pull back on some of its easy plans and some of the worst case scenarios out there in terms of Fed tightening. That being said, we're seeing that Fed funds futures reached the peak of around 4.8% on Monday morning. They've now pulled back. Uh, they're, they're falling. They're close to around 4.6 here. So that's roughly 20 basis points of, of, of tightening that the market has taken off the table in just one day. That's a pretty dramatic move. Some of it is attributable to some of the comments coming out by some Fed members. Uh, as an example, uh, the Fed's Mester said that global factors like the strength of the U.S. dollar are taken into account. When setting monetary policy, uh, we also saw the uh, Fed's Evans say that the Fed funds rate will probably hit a peak in March, which is something that the Fed funds futures curve has been discounting for a while. But those statements are helping dovish sentiment on the margin and helping to contribute to this rally. So uh, keep an eye out here because the conditions are really in place for either a very strong rally or a multi-day rally potentially in risk assets that have been beamed down so badly here over the past couple of weeks. Thank you.